I do not like. Did you forget the intro or something? Is I that, forgot how. Do we just start talking, right? I, like what we're so we're just gonna keep doing what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, that's it. This is Rage Against the Pod. Okay. This is your go-to Rage Against the Machine podcast. Jeff's already starting early, man. Uh, so yeah, this is the podcast <laughs> where. Um, I know you're starting early. Quarantine. So yeah, this is a podcast where we take a different Rage Against the Machine song every week or every time we decide to pod, uh, and we break it down, we dissect it, we get into the nitty-gritty of it. My name is Tyler, way out there, far away, and out in the ether, hundreds of miles away, up, huh? is Jeff. Um, <clears throat> we're recording on this fine, fine Tuesday night. Today's uh, Tuesday nice. night? Is it right? It's Tuesday, right? Yeah, today's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Today, okay. Got me all confused. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we got some beers going. Right? What do, what do you got? What are you drinking right now? Uh, because today's Tuesday, I have a Michelob Ultra infusion. It is a prickly pear and lime infused beer. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? So good. Oh, that sounds so gross. Like prickly pear is not a good uh, not a good flavor. And you mix that with a beer that has virtually no flavor. It's just like, what are you doing? Prickly pear juice is a good flavor. It's just a little bit sweet, it's a not. little earthy. It is good. What are you What are you drinking? You keep sipping like you want me to ask you what you're drinking. Like, what, what do you got going on? I got on the there? the fresh squeezed haze IPA, oh my, my favorite gosh. beer from Deschutes Brewing. Haze the record. Oh man, it's solid. I got some backies too, just in case. I got a got some Heineken backy. I got a Buddy backy. I got um, I got a Stone Delicious IPA backy. I'm setting ready to go. But no coffee backy. No, no coffee backy because coffee is disgusting. No coffee backy or a khaki. A khaki? khaki? Khaki backy? Khaki backy. Oh, boy. But yeah, this is Rage Against the Pod, otherwise known as Rat Pod. You can go onto iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media uh, at Rat Pod. Mm. Or ra- no, Rage Against the Pod or Rage Against Pod. I don't know what, what is what. Uh, but yeah, go um, <clears throat> go tell all your friends about us and go, I don't even know, just go do something. You know, wh- what else are you doing? It's we're quarant- quarantined. So listen to this pod. Tell us how amazing we're Quarantined. Right? Quarantined. Oh, but yeah, anyway, it doesn't fucking matter because today we're doing People of the Sun. Uh, people come up. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, this uh, the song, first song from um, Evil Empire, second record. I mean, if you don't already know, it features Zach on vocals, Tim Comerford on bass, Tom Morello on guitar, and Brad Wilk on drums, right? Yeah. We all good with that? What are your first impressions on People of the Sun? Mm, I mean, we did um, we did Rage's first album on our other pod, not too long yes. ago, and that that album ranked higher than Evil Empire, which is weird because probably ever since I got Evil Empire through like the Columbia House Records, it has always been my favorite. And it's because it is their best. But like, but like, when I listen but to like, People of the Sun, it's just it, t- it takes me back to when I was just I don't know when I'm in my teens listening to this and just thinking that it's just the the cream of the crop, man. I felt like I was just so 
cool listening to it. Like I myself could go start a revolution. Like I, that's how cool I felt. A one man revolution. Yes. Hmm? Yeah. And now, twenty years later, I still feel the same way when I hear that wow. opening, that the opening scratch from Morello. Mm-hmm. I this, I feel the same fucking way. But even now, like I get more excited because now like, I focus more on different instruments and things, and so that that drum roll, that quick drum roll into it, where where um, Wilk is, it's like and it stops, mm-hmm. and then they he comes in really kind of groovy. But that little yeah. that little tiny drum roll just really that really gets me now. Good man, really sets the Good stage. Stuff. Yeah, ah, uh, man, Evil Empire, man, my favorite Rage record, probably the last Rage record I ever heard but it's their best and um but people of the sun man this is my least favorite song on the record easily the the wor- the the worst song on the record still great still great but i mean you got so many bangers like vietnam you're the boomerang tire me down rodeo i mean see if i had to pick like a worse song on on people on evil empire it would be bulls on parade no bulls on parade's yeah. way more exciting yeah, i don't know also like like the beginning of this song of People of the Sun where he just goes, people come up. I just think that's kind of like, I don't know, maybe because I've heard it so many times, I just don't even, I'm just like, whatever. Dude, it's got like this like double entendre thing going on, right? Because it's him just saying like, hey, I'm fucking excited because this beat's dope and I'm about to drop some sick rhymes, bro. But it's also, oh shit. But it's, oh shit. <laughs> but it's also like he's he's telling the Mexican people like, come up. Stand up. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's start this. Yeah. And that's cool. But then it's just like, as an opener, following up their their self-titled record with Bomb Track, you know, it's just like, it kind of seems like a weak opener. You know what I mean? Like if Bulls on Parade was the opening track, it would have been like a much cooler introduction to the record. Because it is a heavier record. So putting people of the sun as the number one spot, it's just I don't know, man. Poor, poor, uh, poor track listing. Let's just say that. Mm, okay, but it was, you know, uh, the song two was also the second single from this record. I think the first was Bulls on Parade, um, but it's all, but it's actually like an old song. This was written way, written and originally recorded way back in 1992 uh, as like a demo, and they played it live way back when. But then it was officially released on this record in 1996, which I didn't know that until I started researching this song, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Did you uh, happen to listen to any of the other versions? Mm-mm. No, that's pretty cool. There's like there's one where there's the original one uh, from '93, and there's there's different lyrics. Um, actually, almost all the lyrics are different except for the chorus. But uh, but a lot of but reading through it, like the lyrics, I think on Evil Empire way better lyrics on that version but other than that it's it's pretty different or i don't know it's hard to explain okay but i forgot how we do like a lot of the formatting on this podcast because it's been it's been, <laughs> it's been like it's been a couple months. days and so i forgot that you always that you always bring forth these these like demos sometimes and then you also at the end which i'm now excited about again you bring forth some <laughs> some covers oh yeah but there was also a rage cover band that I really liked. Like, I forgot what the name was, but they always do good covers of Rage songs. Prophets of Rage? Yeah, the original Prophets of Rage. Yeah, the that's, original yeah, Prophets of Rage. that's what they're called. Okay. Not, not the one with Be Real and... Uh, the good Prophets and, of Rage. Uh, Chuck D. Yeah, exactly. The good Prophets of Rage. Uh, but uh, I guess before we dive into the lyric... Oh, actually, I did want to bring up too. 
the um so we talked about the original just now which is pretty good cool. do you want me to play a little bit of that one uh just so you can hear it or what do you think what do you want to play since you never heard it what what do you want to play the original version of this song oh yeah do it okay. i'm not prepared i thought i was more prepared then why did you ask me if you weren't even prepared to do it oh, i forgot do you want me to say no <laughs> Whoa, yeah, here's the uh, original version of it. It's so pretty good. much it's pretty much identical musically, but the lyrics are pretty different, which is cool. So there you go, man. That's uh that's that's a little the little demo from ninety three of that song, which is which was cool. Um <laughs> what? That's cool, man. That's cool, man. All right, all right, all right. Uh before we get into the jump into the lyrics and everything like that. What? Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I did want to mention this to you because I know it'll probably make you mad, but uh, the song "People of the Sun" actually lost the Grammy nomination. Yeah, to, to your boys, the Smashing Pumpkins and their song "The End Is the Beginning Is the End," which is a fantastic song, but I wouldn't really say it's better than "People of the Sun." So, like, but still, it, it, Pumpkins won. In my notes, I wrote under that, and I wrote some notes on that Smashy Pumpkin song. Mm-hmm. But they're pretty much meaningless because I haven't listened to the song since and I have no idea what the song even sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> but I did write, this is not better than People of the Sun. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say it's a good song, but it's just not better. And it wasn't even like an album song. It was it was a song off of like the Batman Forever soundtrack. Ew. Or the or the bat it was either Batman Forever or Batman and Robin soundtrack. It was one of those two movies. So it wasn't even an official album song, which was weird Gross. for that to win a Grammy. Yeah. They're just hating on rage. You're probably right there. No, I am right. Probably right. Uh, let's see here. Um, I don't know, man. What do you What do you want to get into first? I mean, there's uh, the artwork, the music, the lyrics. Uh, let's get into. Let's just get into the lyrics, man. You got it, buddy. Because I don't. I don't really have anything written about the the artwork. Okay, well, so. I do. So whenever it comes okay. to it, I got you. Well, no, let's go with it right now. I got you, babe. Then go for it, man. Go for it. Oh, right, like right now, right now. Yeah, just oh, right damn. now, right now, let's do it. What do we got to lose? What have we got? Uh, so the cover art is by somebody named Tina Madotti, M-O-D-O-T-T-I. The cover mm-hmm. artwork has a sickle with an ear of corn and an ammo belt. Kind of like, oh, okay, uh, I've seen this. Kind of like the communist thing mixed with like Mexican lore stuff thing going on there. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, 
she she kind of like an interesting life. So she befriended some some Hollywood types and eventually made her way down to Mexico, where I, I also didn't fucking reread these notes and figure out where she was originally <laughs> from. I think she was from Italy. Sounds like an Italian name. It does, yeah. But uh, yeah, she 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 met some Hollywood fools and then they moved to Mexico and then she turned to the Communist Party in while in Mexico, and the latter part of her life just kind of seemed to be filled with like activism and running from potential assassinations. Mm. There were multiple accounts where she was with people like some of her friends were, uh, were Frida Kahlo. Also Diego Rivera. Uh, some, just some famous people that were very outspoken. Um, mm. but her and Diego Rivera had like this, uh, relationship, romantic style. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she just seemed like to have a cool activist life, and she, that was her, that was her thing on the cover. Yeah. Okay. That was that was not as exciting as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, I, I I thought Frida Kahlo was like from back in like the '30s or maybe '40s or something like that, right? Wasn't she? Or is this is that photo or picture that old? I assumed it was something more recent. But is Frida Kahlo yeah. old, or is the Pick. Frida Kahlo died, like, I think in the 30s or 40s, Fried- if I'm not mistaken. According to my notes, she uh, she died in, like, the 50s. Oh, okay. Well, still, regardless, I, I thought this this album, or not this album cover, the single art was was something more modern to the release of the song, but I guess not, apparently not. Well, this, this is old, because T- uh, Tina Modati, she died in the 40s. Oh. And so, damn, I really should have re- <laughs> redid this, shouldn't I? Well, usually, like, I just write this little notes. This is what notes. happens when we haven't, when we haven't yeah. done this pod in two months. You know, <laughs> we forget things. I write little but, notes but, just so I can, like, jog my memory. But two months ago, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I know. But, yeah, they hung out in, like, the we'll, 30s we'll, we'll be, the we'll 20s. be much better on the next episode. What'd you say? They, they, they hung out in, like, the 20s and 30s. Oh, okay, okay. Got it. Frida Kahlo is one of those those artists I just I don't understand. It's like Andy Warhol. I just I don't, I don't get it. I don't know too I much about Frida Kahlo except she was pretty ugly. Other than that, <laughs> okay. I don't really know nothing. I don't know. I just her artwork I just didn't really care for. I kind of understood what she stood for, and like where it was in history. But art wise, I don't I didn't. Her, I don't think her art was that good, or was that to me it wasn't that interesting. So Fr- Frida was also. The wife of Diego Rivera. Oh, mm. drama, drama. That, all right. that's, uh, that's all I got for the artwork. That's all you got for the artwork. Yeah. All right, let's move on to uh, to some of the lyrics. Unless you want to talk about music some more, what do you want to do? Oh, um, whatever, dude. Whatever you, you know, whatever, what I did, dude. What I, what? Oh my god, I'm like full of gas today, and I'm not gonna cut that out. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I know. We're in trouble now. Um. I was oh I did want to mention too. There's no guitar solo on the song. It's that's weird for Morello. No solo. It is weird, but it's because he spent so much time perfecting that noise. But it, it's just him scratching the. It's just that. So that? so so I looked up. That's all it is. I looked up what like specifically he was doing there, and according to Kerrang, an article that they did with Tom Morello, he he used an Allen key. To scratch against his fifth string, and that's what made that noise. But later on, he also uses these other techniques where he just pulls the cable out of his guitar 
and like buzzes it and smacks it against a bridge of his guitar okay. to make some different sounds. Then he uses his toggle kind of like as a squitch, a squitch, <laughs> his toggle <laughs> as a switch <laughs> while also scratching the strings at the same time all through like a wah pedal to get that wah, 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 that sound. Okay. See, I'm, I'm hitting the fifth string right now. Here we go. It's not super difficult. Yeah, that sounds identical to what he did. Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic job. Nailed it. Oh, I'm so fucking good at the guitar. Jeez. It's absolutely insane. Okay. Uh, do we? Okay, music, musically too, I, I feel like this song kind of is, is a little bit lackluster musically. I think that's kind of why I don't like it, especially when you have so many songs that do so many cool things musically. But I just, Brad's drumming's cool, like like what you were talking about earlier with the, the roll coming in. The bass is cool. It kind of has that like kind of like walking kind of feel to it. But other than that, I just don't really care for the riffs. And I mean, it's not that I don't care for it. I just think they're weak in the context of it all. See, like, I think, I feel like this song bridged their debut with everything else they're going to do. Because their debut so was very boring? was very basic, was very kind of stripped down in rage terms. And this song is very similar to that, but it has a little bit of an edge to it. Zach really gets in behind the mic and he's really trying to say something rather than just repeat shit like he did in their debut album. Brad and Timmy C are playing off each other very well, but still keeping it real basic. And then Tom Morello, there's no solo, right? There wasn't like a whole no. lot of soloing going on in their debut. As really a, no even bridge. As opposed to what they will do later on. And so I just feel like this is a, this is like a transition song between between the two. They say, hey, out with the old and in with the new. Or it's a plain old people rage song. That's really what it is. It's not a pop rage song. It's a plain old people rage song. It's what, it's what it comes down to, man. It's the way she goes. She either does or she doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> so uh, the, 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 <laughs> the lyrics. The, 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 oh, oh, dude. Dude. <sighs> dude, I totally miss you. I need to take a step back. Step back, step back. Now the lyrics. Yeah, people come up. <laughs> The opening line. The opening line. Again, you sound just like Rage. (laughs) Wow. Uncanny. (laughs) Oh, the whitest, stupidest idiot you've ever met. Yeah, people come up. Yeah, people come up. Hang out. People come up. Yeah, we better turn the bass up on this one. (laughs) You know. Uh, Yeah, those are the openers. And I think it's kind of cheesy, man. I don't know. I just, I've always thought that opener is just cheesy. Even even like when we did bomb track or when we talked about bomb track, did we do bomb track yet on this pod? Mm, I think we did. I think it was our first episode. Probably, yeah. But it's just like bomb track. You know, this is just another bomb track. I think it's just like uh, uh, (laughs) they just uh, they have so much confidence in how good they are. They don't even care. It's just kind of like embarrassing. You know, I don't know. People will come up. People have been coming up since this was released. They're yeah, still coming come up. up. Yeah. It's crazy how many people have come up. Yeah. And, you know, we better turn the bass up on this one. That's yes. what it is. 
Uh, so let, let's move on. I, I don't care. Those are the best lyrics, though. <laughs> the best lyrics on this whole record? <laughs> um, yes. Or yes, they song. are. Oh, bold statement, man. Bold, bold statement. Uh, okay, so let's get into the first verse. 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 First verse. Same as the first verse. Yeah. <laughs> this whole thing is just about how Mexico got shit on, and now he wants them to stand back up for themselves. Yeah. I mean, to put it in that, kind of layman's terms, yeah. Does that help? It does. No, that's exactly what this verse, first verse is about. European colonialism. That's what it is. <laughs> Taking over Mexico, destroying the indigenous people. Uh, but then he also like makes reference to, to some people in history, uh, like the Aztec emperor. Um, let me see if I could try to pronounce this one. Quata. Uh, Quata. Qua- wait, wait. What? Kuwait? Kuwait? Is it Kuwait? No, it's not, it's not a Kuwait. No, it looks like Kuatamak. Kuatamak. Maybe? I don't know. Kuat. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds about right. Kuatamak. 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 Aztec Emperor Kuatamak. Uh, he was killed by uh, the Spaniards who were uh, who took over Mexico. And he just kind of, it kind of talks about like how he was kind of, he was the last emperor of the Aztecs. And he died, like I think what I read, he died at like age 18 or 19 he was super young and then i was like reading about you know like his wife and like all the other stuff and she was like 12 11 or 12 years old or something when they were married super fucking weird like just to think about that kind of stuff but maybe you feel like if if their life expectancy was only to like 35 or 40 anyway i think that's what people always say like so like maybe it's not that weird i don't know yeah i guess not like we live to be like almost 100 and so being a twelve-year-old is super fucking weird. Yeah, but if we're living to forty, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think you and I have even talked on the other pod, discussing other groups and and artists and stuff. But like, you know, even back in the fifties and sixties, people like women who were like fifteen, sixteen years old were getting married to men who were twenty-one, twenty-two years old, and it wasn't nobody really batted an eye. It just it's the way it was. But. Truth whatever but uh yeah so like in the in this first verse so he kind of brings up those names and and the the plight of the aztec people at the time back in the 1500s and then he kind of like he the way what how he does it really well where he kind of he compares it to modern society modern u.s modern u.s imperialism and how they um they just kind of they take over everything and they destroy civilizations and cultures and traditions and all that stuff, you know. Well, I think like specifically, he's talking about Hernan Cortez, and and him coming to Mexico and I don't know the early fifteen hundreds, mm-hmm. and just fucking murdering everybody and taking whatever he could, and then making everybody. That's later on in the verses, but like making everybody slaves to tobacco and shit like that. Yeah. But my favorite line but- here, okay. Okay. My favorite line is when he talks, he doesn't really talk about it, but he just says, with their borders and boots on top of us, I think mm-hmm. that's a throwback. Because even though he's talking about the past, he's throwing it back to the present. So that's that's him talking about yeah. how we just, and when I say we, like as America, we just like one day, you know what, we're going to extend the border. And then, you know, somebody's sitting in their house and say, hey, you're now living in America. And say, what the fuck? When did that happen? Like, oh, we just moved the line. It's mm-hmm. good. We yeah. put a flag down. We're good. 
Yeah, I mean, I like the line right before it too. You know, now crawl amidst the ruins of the empty dream. I think that's a really um, powerful, powerful line. You know. Yeah, it's but. sad because now they're crawling, right? So they're crawling, begging mm-hmm. for things. They've they've been reduced to basically ash because their entire life has burned down. It's in ruins, and now they're crawling around, searching for something to hold on to, searching for something to to build up again. And so I think that's when he says, "Yeah, people come up." In the very beginning, he's saying, "Hey, people come up," and everyone's like, "Well, why? Why should we come up?" He's like, "Well, let me tell you." And then he tells the story. Well, first he tells them to turn up the bass, and then he tells. The well, story. I mean, that was that, they didn't mean to record that. That just he was he was trying to tell Timmy C. He was like, "Hey, yeah." Oh, they oh, it was stage direction. They, they picked that. up accidental stage <laughs> direction. If Feldy had done this nowadays, you'd be really mad about it. Feldy does do it in but cynical because rage. Right? Ah! Oh uh, yeah, it's oh, it's so annoying. Uh, oh, I hate it so much. Yep, people come up, but yeah, that's that's um that's pretty much it. <clears throat> I just took a big gulp right there. Big gulps, huh? Well, all right. Um, uh, so let's move on to just the main hook. There's not much to it lyrically, uh, but he does say it quite a lot. It's coming back around again. This is for the people of the sun. That's it. That's it. That's it for the hook. Oh, yeah, that's but, it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But, you know, I just think, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, just him kind of saying, you know, people still have a chance to rise up and fight against the powers that be, fight against capitalism and and all that shit. That's pretty much what, what I get from it, right? Fight against the same things that Anything we're still else? continuously complaining and fighting about? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I've, I've, I've never uh, heard anybody else what? refer, because I'm, I'm, I assume he's talking about, like, the Mexican people when he says people of the sun. I've never heard anybody else refer mm-hmm. to like Mexicans as people of the sun, except him. He, and he does it multiple times throughout his like career. In Maria, he talked about it. He said he noted things like that. Do you think he's he's referencing more like how Hispanic people or Mexican people tend to be more like like farm workers or like out in the fields, so they're under the sun constantly, or they tend to work more outdoors? Do you think that's kind of what it that kind of like. Honestly, I have to? no idea. Like I've, I, I've, I could not even begin to tell you. There's just so many things that y- it could be referencing, like you said that, or, I mean, I don't know too much about Mayan lore and culture, but did they? Was there a sun god? There right? probably so could was. That be, I mean, they had a so god could, forever. So could that be like reference to actually them being worship or, or worshiping the god, the sun god, or something? Because, but like everyone well, else has I, a sun god too. Though I think it can be both. But I think it can be both. Like it can be what you're saying with like the god of the uh, the, the sun, the god of the sun, but then all like that being in the past, and then a more modern modern wow. interpretation of people of the sun would be people working, you know, in the fields or stuff like that underneath the literal sun. You know, I think it might be it might allude to both of those things. So it's kind of also a cool way that he uses to recognize the Mexican hi- history, but also recognize the mexican plate exactly exactly you hit the nail on the head you hit the nail on the head Whew. Whew. let's uh let's get into the second verse different from the first uh let's see here what do we got what do you got for the second verse jeff tell oh, me just, oh, tell me what you got why do you get rid of these things i don't know why you get rid of these things okay um <laughs> so you like my favorite line here or just 
I'm whatever you want. Whatever. I, I, whatever. Okay. You want. Again, th- this is he's. This is your well, oh, okay. He's he's still kind of he's still kind of just going going along those lines, but now he's getting like a little more specific. Like I said earlier about the about the whole tobacco farms. Would you just pop open right now, Heine? Yeah, so now he's getting more specific. He's saying that, um, or he, he's 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 referencing how when this dude Cortez came over and realized a lot of tobacco over here, he said, "Hey, let's just fucking enslave the people that already live here and make them, you know, pick tobacco and roll joints for us while we smoke it in front of them and cause them to get cancer from secondhand smoke and stuff." <laughs> why are you laughing? I don't know why I said that. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Oy. Oh my god We're supposed to do this like an hour ago And we're supposed to do this like weeks ago But it's always me that forgets about it And even though we had oh. constant reminders I still forgot about it again Yes, correct And so I didn't have time to like re- look over my notes real quick And then <laughs> think to myself Okay, what the hell is Like what is that supposed to mean And then go back and you know research it again So these are very, very bare bones Stripped down type of thing yeah, no, that's fine. Luckily, the song is pretty, pretty basic, BZ, pretty yeah. POP, as also, you say. We didn't, we didn't mention too what inspired Zach's lyrics on this, and what it was was his. He traveled down to I think it was like southern, southern Mexico. Forgot the name of the 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 state or the province or whatever it is. I forgot how Mexico's set up, but uh, but yeah, he he met with the Zapatista people or army, I guess, and they're like one of the last few indigenous people in Mexico. And uh, and he just saw firsthand how they were treated by the government and the Zapatista movement. They've been around for like almost a hundred years or fifty to a hundred years or something like that. And they essentially just want equal rights. They and they don't want the Mexican government to take from them and all that kind of stuff. So it was kind. Of, that's what this song was based off of and inspired by was the Zapatista movement. I, I poorly summarized that, but we've talked about it before on the pod and. Like Jeff was saying, we should have done this like two months ago, but we didn't. So I kind of forgot everything. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty much what it is. I, I think it was just yeah. him realizing that like this this country and this economy is still struggling because of the way they've been they've been had by so many fucking people over the centuries. Yeah. Like even now, like when I when I've I've been down there and, and worked there and just seen like how, how the fuck did people you know, my, my Western mind, like how could people live in trees and shit? Like how do people live in like sheds when it pours rain and there's all these gnarly bugs? Like how do people live like this? I don't understand. It's Cause they always have lived like that. They don't know anything do. different or better, you know, sad, but I don't know. Uh, kind of what I get from the second verse too, like, um, from what I remember and kind of what I have written here, but it just kind of talks more about how like, you know, Mexican Americans, they're, they usually live below the poverty line here in the United States. And he makes reference to the, uh, the Zoot Suit the zoot suit riots of 1943. Uh, did you read about that at all or no? About the Zoot Suit riots? Yeah. I mean, I, I know not, of them. And not the reference from like the Alley Cat song or the Stray Cat song. Zoot Suit riot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, just. What a way to like diminish what actually happened. You know, yeah, that's terrible. Like, Throw back a bottle of beer. <laughs> that sounds so dumb, oh too. It's really stupid. Oh, my God. But, yeah, the Zussi riots is all is pretty much like a race war kind of thing that happened back in the 40s here in L.A. 
uh, Los Angeles, if you don't know, uh, cool slang like me. But uh, but yeah, it, back then, you know, Hispanic people tend they tended to wear they uh, they had a tendency to wear zoot suits, were which were really really baggy suits and really ugly, super fucking ugly. Dude, I love zoot suits; um, they're so cool looking. No, they're not. They're they so, so rad. Lame. They're so fucking rad. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever worn a zoot suit? No. When um, briefly when I was dating Taylor. There's that Zoot Suit mm-hmm. store at, in Fullerton off of uh, like Harbor, I think it is. I don't think it's there anymore. But you know what I'm talking about, right? I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. We, we, the fact that there's a store <laughs> dedicated to it is insane. Yeah, we went in there looking uh, for like a Zoot Suit and just, I don't know, fucking around. She was fucking around. I was straight up. I wanted to fucking rent a Zoot Suit and go. Wanted and I wanted to hit the town. And I wanted to be like in the mask and like choreograph oh a dance. Oh, God. With the big chain wallet. Yes. And like lean back, you know, like walk with like your hips forward. (laughs) I was all all in, baby. Oh my God. Do you remember like every once in a while we'd go to like a high school dance and there'd be some dude or a few dudes there wearing a zoot suit? Yeah, that should have been me in high school, but that was boring. So there you go. I guess so. But no, I, I, I never knew the zoot suit riots was like a real thing until I read about it and yeah, it was pretty fucked up shit, man. A lot of a lot of fucked up racism and all the stuff that happened. I I I recommend people go look it up. It was uh, it was interesting, but I don't know. He he makes reference to it and and talks about the racism in in America back then and how it still exists now. And then uh, you know, kind of toward the end, it just he just kind of talks about uh, how you know we're all capable of of rising up to the man and and taking down capitalism and. And all the bad men out there, because bad people are bad, and they're just bad, so they shouldn't be bad anymore. It is. I don't know. It is pretty interesting, though. Like, because you said earlier th- uh, about the poverty line thing, and I, I, every time I hear like poverty line or any type of something line like that, I think of the Mendoza line from baseball. And what's that? It, well, if you don't know what that is, you just say you don't know. But if anybody else doesn't know what that is, that's that's a line that if you fall below that imaginary line, like your batting average, I think the line's mm-hmm. like 200. So, so if you're batting 200, mm-hmm. if you don't know what that means, then every time, if you're up to bat five times and you only hit the ball twice, well, fuck that. If you only hit it once, <laughs> my mouth is terrible. <laughs> if you're up to bat five times and you only hit the ball once, then you're batting 200, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a good a good hitter, a, a good fantastic hitter is going to hit 300. So if you go up to bat five times and you hit the ball, what, fucking, I don't know, Tyler. No, I know what you mean. But the Mendoza line, if you fall below that line, then you sh- you shouldn't be playing professional baseball. Like, you, there are guys that can hit 220, 210, like point two. But how can you how can you get go between two and three hundred? Say, just hit the ball more. But that see, but then why would your why would your average go between one and two, or two and three hundred? Why wouldn't it, why would it do that when there's no in between? No, Does there it is, depend on how many, there's in between. How, how many you hit, bases. You can hit 225, you can hit 267. But how? How do you get to that 6 How do you get to that 267? Well, I mean, they play they play what 160 games, right? Each player will go up to bat maybe let's say four times a game. That's 640 mm-hmm. at bats throughout the year. They come up to the plate okay. and they could potentially hit the ball 640 times. Now, if they only hit the ball 250 times, out of that six forty, oh, I see. They're batting. They're batting yeah. three ninety. I got a calculator in front of me. That's why I know all this. They're batting three ninety, <laughs> which is uncanny. 
That's fucking unheard of. Yeah. But that's why the, that was, it was so incredible when the why, Houston Astros were hitting so it high. Off of, why did they base it off of 500 and not 1,000? Just to be annoying or is there a reason? Um, just because they're up to bat so many. I mean, what do you mean? Because like, the, the way it's laid out, if they hit the ball every single time they came up to bat, they would be batting 1,000 or 1.000. Okay. So it's like a decimal point percentage type of thing. Yeah. So when somebody's batting okay. 200, they're batting like 20%. But nobody says 20% because that sounds stupid. But it was just weird because yeah, like Mendoza, normal. the Mendoza line is the d- determining factor whether or not somebody should even play baseball because they suck so hard. And it's just weird that it was named after Mario Mendoza and... You know, he's Mexican. Why? Because he's Hispanic? But there's, you know what I mean? Like, how, like, out of all the people yeah, to name what, it after. But who, who, is, who is he? When did he play? Or why would they, it just seems so weird to name it after this one specific player. It was just something they like, did in he? like the 70s. And he, I forgot what team he played for, but he was, he, he's a, he's from Mexico. And one of his teammates, because made this up and saying like, oh, Mendoza's on the Mendoza line because he constantly flirted with, hitting right below 200, right above 200. Oh, so it kept okay. going back and forth and back and forth. But like from a management standpoint, if you can't hit 200, like you shouldn't be playing baseball. Like the average is like 280 or not even like 270. But even then it's like, if you hit like 250, like you're batting last because you're not very good. Yeah, I was going to say that seems really low. Mike Trout, for instance, for example, like arguably one could be one of the greatest players of all time. He's constantly batting like 310. Really? Yeah. Dang, I would have thought higher than that. That's fucking high. Well, Jose Altuve, the dude from the Astros, bat like 340 or something yeah, in 2017, which was people were just gushing over. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, he's a cheater. People came up. That's people, what they did. People came up, baby. People came up. But yeah, it's just weird that it's, it's called the Mendoza line. Like Out of all the people yeah. that have consistently hit 200. And it's from the 70s. Baseball's been going around for 100 years. Like, why Why now? Why Mendoza? Why this guy? It does seem strange. But, it, yeah, it probably is rooted in some some form of racism. I don't know. I didn't say you said it. Uh, hey, man, I, from what you're saying, I know nothing about this. And from what you're saying, it could very well be that. You know? That, I don't fucking know. If it walks, talks, and acts like a duck. Then what? It must be a duck. Uh, do we have anything else to say about the lyrics? No, that was, that's all I got. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you got? All right. Uh, well, they did make a music video for this. I did have the link link to it on my notes. Uh, then when, when I went to go watch it today, um, it had been taken down by YouTube, and I couldn't find it anywhere else. And I have no idea what it was about, or it was probably just like a live performance. Yeah, I think it was a like, live performance. Probably like spliced with like a few, I don't know, uprisings from around the world. That tends to be like most of the early um, Rage Against the Machine videos. That's pretty much all they were. But uh, let me see what else we got here. They did, I did want to bring this up. I mean, they played this song all the fucking time live, but they did play it once back in like uh, before the, before this, the, 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 the Evil Empire version, they played it live. Brad Wilk and Timmy C or Tim Comerford, they were not there. But instead, in their place was uh, was Stephen Perkins, the drummer from Jane's Addiction, and uh, Flea from uh, Wait, was it Flea? Oh man, now I'm I'm having a total brain fart. Damn, right now. Gina. Yeah, 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 it was Flea on bass, and it was Stephen Perkins on drums, and uh, 
and yeah, so I'm going to play a little bit of that that live version. It sounds completely different from the the actual version, but here it is. There you go. An early version of the song. Ugh, turn that off. What, you didn't like it? Not at all. Why? I thought it was pretty rad, man. Come nah. on. Using his rags because it had, it, had, it had big names in it. Yeah, it had Flea and Stephen Perkins in it. Man. There, it was there cool. it is, yeah. And it was a cool rendition of it. I mean, Tom's guitar playing was completely different, too. It didn't have the, that, with the scratching on it, the fifth string scratch. Fifth string scratch. Oh, you're you scratching right now? I hear you scratching. Yeah, you're scratching. scratching. He's scratching. I'm scratching right now. Nah, that was uh, that was ineffectual, <laughs> ineffectual, and it's. I it can't believe you didn't like it because you like shit that doesn't sound like the original. But it's the same band. You make no sense. You make no sense to I me. Make but it's all not. The sense. It's it's half the band. That's the it's band. The, the band, band is Tom Morello and Zachy. Oh, Zachy you're D. so dumb. Oh, you're so dumb. <laughs> I mean, clearly, you can, you can replace two of the members, and you still gush over it. it you was still cool. love it. It was cool, man. The only thing was, was cool because it had Flea in it. It just sounded cool too. It was a, it was a different kind of riff. It was it sounded rad, man. If it was like Zachy D's little brother. You'd be like, oh, this fucking version sucks. <laughs> Zachy D. Yeah, Zachy D. Timmy C. <laughs> B Dubs. Oh. All right. Well, let's get into some covers. Unless you got anything else to say. Nah. You got nothing. Nothing. Okay. All right. Well, so the uh, the prophets of rage or the version. With uh, Be Real and uh, Chuck D. They did cover the song quite a bit. Um, do you want me to play it? I can play no, it if you want. No. Yeah, I, I don't really want to either. I mean, musically, it sounds identical to the recording, and it just doesn't it have just the... It just doesn't work. It doesn't have the, the same oomph, you know? Did you did you hear it? Did you listen to it prior to this? Yes. Yeah, it's just whatever. Um, the, uh, the, original, the original Prophets of Rage cover band, the one from the late... 2000s they yes. did cover it as well i i don't have it linked or anything because no. it's too good it sounds exactly like the original so I, I didn't i didn't put it on there you know i'm sorry all right that's fine that's fine. next time next time though next time next, next time. time next time uh this next band they they're called the grouch and <laughs> eli uh they this isn't really a cover this is just a song called people of the sun um, <laughs> but 
I don't know, man. I stupid. I thought you might like it. It's, it's like it's reggae, so here it is. You like that? Dude, who's that? That guy sounds so familiar. He might be the guy from Slight, Slight, uh, Slightly Stupid. I don't know. Oh, shit. Because yeah. it says featuring Slightly Stupid. Slightly Stupid? Sloop John B? Beat today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I think that, that might be him. I, I know really nothing about Slightly Stupid. But I was going to say, this be. sounds, sounds kind of like something Pepper would do or Slightly Stupid would do. Yeah, it, it really does. It's like pretty run-of-the-mill... Yeah, I think both of those bands are fucking boring. Yeah, like run-of-the-mill white people uh, reggae music, you know? Like, it's we, it's crazy how different reggae music is from, like, you know, white kids from, like, Orange County or Southern California compared to, like, real reggae music from Jamaica and stuff. It's crazy how different that shit is. There's just, there's not a whole lot of groups that can that pull it off well. Like, Revolution pulled it off really well yeah, they, in the beginning. Good. Yeah. They kind of just like redid themselves and then they became a redundant reggae band. <laughs> but then like Sublime, like you just, there's no, you, like that's they had the standard. Their own influence, you know? It wasn't just like straightforward reggae, trying to sound like reggae, you know what I mean? But like that's the standard now that any any band that wants to be like, a, oh, let's be a cool reggae band, like you're going to get compared to Sublime. And so yeah. you either better sound completely different, which is almost impossible, or True. you better be really fucking good. It's a very, very particular kind of sound too, you know? It's like you're either going to sound like reggae music or you're going to sound like ska music. Like there's usually not an in-between. Like you don't hear like metal ska or anything like that. But Pepper and Slightly Stupid are just popular because people like to just smoke a fuck ton of pot and go see their shows. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're pretty spot on with that one. It's very true. Um this next one here too. This is the last one that's not technically a cover, but I thought it was at first. Um, but I, you know, I think you might appreciate it because it is just some dude with an acoustic guitar playing in front of like ten people. Uh, this guy's name is uh, Roman, 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 um, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, and uh, his song called "People of the Sun." <laughs> Bring the healing to the nations. Now my patience running now. This war is not in my name. This is my home. This is my people. We want it the same. War will never give you peace. I listen to the trees and the birds and the bees and the words of the sages. There's so many pages written for the reunification of the people of the sun. And I say war Now, is this more of your kind of, the kind of acoustic music you enjoy? Well, I, do you think I like this or no? No, I don't think you do. 
Oh, I loved it. Fantastic. Are you serious? I, I, I actually opened up Spotify too and searched for this guy. Oh my and God. then found the song. <laughs> it reminds me of like Jack Johnson. I That's what I was love, gonna say. It sounds like Jack some Johnson. like super earnest Jack Johnson bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was love thinking. It. Oh yep. my god, you fucking already bookmarked sucker. it. You fucking sucker, man. <laughs> I can't believe you. It's it's like it's uncomfortably earnest. You know what I mean? It's just like ugh. It's Chris Carabba style. No, Chris Carabba is like more sad. This is like what you were saying, Jack Johnson. Straight up, like wannabe Jack Johnson. Young man, Jack Johnson. I don't know too much about this guy, Roman, but maybe out he was out before Jack Johnson. So if that would be, that would be cool. That wouldn't be, but I don't, I don't, I don't think he was. It doesn't look like it at all. I think he's pretty new. I think this song just came out last year too. Yeah, from what it, it said, it, it was uploaded eight months ago. Uh, whatever. Um, so keeping with the reggae thing. Uh, this is this is People of the Sun. Well, the band's not called People of the Sun. I actually forgot the name of it because on my link it just says White Boy Reggae Cover. Um, but yeah, the band is called Walk Off the Earth, and they they did a do a they, they did a they Dibber. did do a cover of People of the Sun, the Rage Against the Machine version of the song, and uh, they kind of reggaeed it up. They kind of jammed a little bit before, but uh, but here you go. Here's a uh, their version of People of the Sun. That's Walk Off the Earth. And their uh, their cover of People of the Sun. Yeah. Yeah. It was posted on uh, back in June of twenty twelve. Up in on uh, Canada. It's Canadian Canadian reggae music covering Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Man, it was all right. what a time to be alive, huh? It's pretty uh, pretty well shot footage too for being like like I don't know, cell phone footage or something. I don't know. There you go. There's that. I got a couple more for you, Jeff. Dang. Uh, I know, man. There's a there's shit ton of covers. Most of them were just like people in their bedrooms playing it, but that's it not, make, that's not very much fun. It makes sense that a lot of other artists would name their song "People of the Sun" because now that now it could be like a sitting on the beach type of thing, right? Yeah, eh, yeah, that's true. 
Maybe that's what Zachy D meant. That's all his time spent at like Huntington Beach, probably surfing and stuff. When, yeah, when he's referring to white people, he's talking about that. Yes. You know, getting a tan. Correct. Surfing. Just wanted him to come up, you know, and have some fun. Uh, so, yeah, this this next one right here, this is a, an all-female, all-girl cover band called Take the Power Back. Uh, apparently, they're pretty popular, but uh, this version that they did of People of the Sun, this cover, it's posted, uh, when was it? May 2nd, 2015, by uh, by the cover band themselves, Take the Power Back. So, uh, so yeah, here they are, doing People of the Sun. That's uh, that's take the power back in their version of People of the Sun. If you're gonna sound like like Zachy D, you gotta you gotta put some oomph into it. Yeah, there's not there's not a lot of oomph. They, you know? they try though, they try, but I think it's like I don't know, man. It seems more of like a because I mean, they try to sound really like does. the band, but yeah, they don't have it. If you don't have it, you don't have it. It's not a big deal. You ain't got it, you gonna got it. <laughs> But yeah, don't true. try and sound like you got it when you don't got it. <laughs> you got it, you know. And they know. Yeah. They, I yeah, I would, didn't really care for it. But, I mean, the video looks like people really like them and they go out to see them. But the People like them. You know, people That's of the fine. sun, people like them. That's fine. People can like bad music. You like a lot of bad music. That's fine. We did well, a whole podcast on bad music. Oh, don't even start with me on that. Woofers. <laughs> All right, I got one more for you, <laughs> and for everyone out there, this is uh, this is the last one. Uh, this is uh, I, this one is called "It's just People of the Sun, Rage Rage Against the Machine" remix, incomplete. Whoa, why did why is it doing this to me? Oh shit! Okay, here we go. Here's here's a here's a remix of uh, why is it doing this to me? Your favorite song.
bet you love this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch, you do, huh? That was a weird one. That was a weird one. There were parts that I absolutely loved, and it started off like, I'm going to fucking love this thing. But uh, then there were other parts that I didn't like that much. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't like the untouched Zach vocals. They could have done something with that. Yeah, I, I mean, know. it is incomplete. Remember that. Right. It's an incomplete right. remix. I don't know if it'll ever be completed because let's see when it was actually uploaded. It's probably a long ass fucking time ago. But I don't know how SoundCloud works because I don't know where to see when it was uploaded. So I can't tell you. But uh, but yeah, somebody in the comments said, why didn't you turn up the vocals and guitar? Because you could barely hear them. So it's a very half-assed remix. But, but I'm sorry you guys all had But the drums it. and the bass were fantastic. It was fucking like thick sounding. Yeah, it was good. But yeah, it was cool. Everything else was kind of whatever's. So yeah. I kind of liked it, but I kind of didn't. Okay, fair enough, man. <laughs> I knew you'd like it because you're a sucker for that shit. Yeah! <clears throat> See, I knew it. Are you going to God bless me or are you just going to fucking sit oh. there and wait for my soul to escape so I die? Oh, God. Oh, God. God bless you. God, God bless you. I don't say thank you when somebody says bless you. I know you don't. You're a fucking monster. Uh, okay, so, I mean, you, you you got any covers? You got anything like that? No. No. Okay. No, I have, I have um, nothing. I'm boring. You have nothing. <laughs> All right. So, you know, this is what we do at the end of the pod now. we uh, Who's our MVP on this song? Who's number one here? What do we got? I think I our, our opinions are, opinions are going to differ on this. I don't care what you say. I like I like what Tom's doing. I like the sound. It sounds cool. It's a solid opener. It's a it's a great sound. I don't care how easy. I don't care if you can scratch it on your nails and pick your butt and then play it on the guitar. I don't care. I like it. Stop doing it. That's not that. <laughs> That's exactly you, what he's doing. The more you do do it, the more it does sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care. Are you using an Allen key? That's why it doesn't sound perfect because you're not using, using an Allen pick. key. I'm using a pick. Yeah, that's why it sounds like you're scratching, you're scraping me, uh, your strings with a pick is because you're doing it. I got something metal. I'll probably imitate the sound. I can't find anything metal right now. Um, my MVP, that no, is uh, Timmy C, man. We barely touched on it, but his bass playing was pretty killer in this, and it was, it was the best part of it. Hey, he's got one cool line. Better than everything else. The, one I think to me, the riff, line. the riff is just kind of boring. The scratching is... <laughs> There you go. I just played the song for you. I played the intro. I played the verse for you. There you go. I win. Timmy mm. C is the MVP. Mm. The way she goes, boys. The way she goes. All right. All right. Um, final thoughts on this song, or what, what do you want to do? What do you got? I don't know. You already shit all over this song. I don't even like it anymore. <laughs> I didn't even shit on it. Yeah, you said it was the worst song you've ever done. The worst song you said that it's it's a terrible song. You get the song zero actually, out of five actually, stars. It might be their worst song. Then you're fucking dumb. That's just stupid. Why do you say things that are just stupid? It might be. I think this whole quarantine's got you got poo brain or something. Night. Nice. Hey man, poo brain is better than no brain. Yeah, debatable. It's true. Debatable. Would you put this in a, like a top five rage list? No. Yeah, exactly. It's not that good. Just because it's not a top five doesn't mean it's <laughs> automatically bad. This is a top 50. Out of the, what, 48 songs they have? No. They got covers no. and B-sides and no. demos and stuff. Uh, you're a knucklehead. You know that? 
Yeah. All right, man. I, I don't know. I it, It's a cool song. Um, just definitely not one of their best. Lyrically, uh, there were some cool things there lyrically. I wish I could have remembered some of it. But we were pretty ill-prepared on this episode. And I apologize for that. We'll get back at it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we're going to make it more consistent now because why the fuck not? We have to stay home anyway. So we're going to be busting through these episodes or busting through these songs. But uh, yeah, man, that's it. That's all I got. What do you, you got anything else? No, I don't. Okay. Go to iTunes. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Um, make, make sure our SEO is better. Our search engine optimization, I think that's what it's called. We got we got kind of roasted by the Blink One Fifty Five podcast for having a poor uh, SEO presence. So f those guys. What does it even mean? I don't know what it that means, means. It means when you type in the name into Google, we're not like the first ones that come up. We're like on the second or third page for the us? Google search results. Yeah, how is that they, possible? They 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 did it on the pod because <laughs> they they brought this podcast up on theirs, and then Sam went to go look it up, and he's like, I don't see it anywhere. And then it took like it. He had to go to like the second or third page of the search results on Google to find any remnant. It's of the this fucking pod. third one. I don't know. Maybe it's what better a now. butt wipe. But also they're in Canada, so it could be different in, in Canada. Oh, so they're like five years behind the search engine oh, stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, that makes sense. But but yeah, and then they they kind of roasted us for that, making fun of us. But that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Cool to get a cool little shout out from them. But uh, but yeah, so that's it for Rage Against the Pod. Go to on the social medias. We're Rage Against the Pod on most of it. I think Twitter, we're Rage Against Pod. Um, so yeah, tell us how amazing we are and we're the best. So, Dude, I don't know the second thing on Google is fucking a playlist on Spotify that somebody made that is half Rage Against the Machine, half P.O.D. <laughs> oh, that is embarrassing. Oh, that is fantastic. That's awful. I love it. Oh, and, and, and one corn song. Oh, hell yeah. What corn song? Coming Undone. <laughs> oh, that's like one of the lamest corn songs, man. <sighs> what a knucklehead. All right. Well, um, I'm, I'm, I don't know what song we're doing next next episode, but stay tuned because it's probably going to be cool. Uh, so that's it. That's all. And um, 